So we're recording this week's podcast on Tuesday, October 1st. Mm. And so what I'm going to talk about is just so barely less relevant than it was yesterday. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a boss. Paul, you have a boss, right? Everybody has a boss. Yeah. Uh, just trying to create a connection with you and our audience. <laughs> right. And my boss's aunt was one of the co-writers of the Earth, Wind & Fire hit, September. It's a classic song. Love that song. That's great that you're both familiar and have a fond association with it. Yeah. But Paul, what I want to know is uh, how does the chorus start? Uh, and I want you to try to sing it. Oh, man. You can't put me on a spot like that. Do you remember? No, that's the verse. That's the verse. That's what I... That's, is, it, is it the... Uh, Dancing in September. That's that it? exactly yeah. it. There you go. And that's now, why I don't sing in a, in a band. You did a great job. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but do you know what the words are? Um, I mean, there's a lot of Septembers and there's some ayahs and yeah, I don't know what all the words are, though. So I'm I not a words either. guy. I know you're not. But uh, so I'd always thought it was something like on and on, something like that. Right. Now, in... Doing a quick Google search of this song to have some more small talk with my boss, <laughs> I learned that the start of the chorus, the lyric is actually the nonsense syllables, body ya. Oh. And one of the songwriting members of Earth, Wind, and Fire would use those syllables, body ya, when he would write songs. Okay. But didn't have lyrics yet. Oh, okay. Like placeholder. Yes, exactly. And uh, he was insistent that these stuck around in the finished song <laughs> right <laughs> so these are my fun facts for you for september in october here on hometown sounds <laughs> <laughs> who's first paul the first song on this week's episode of the hometown sounds podcast is ducks here on hometown sounds <laughs>
pizza place The dose is low in quality But damn do I feel free a lively start to this week's episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Because we show you how DC rocks. I, for- I forgot to say that. I'm Paul Vodra. I'm Tony Pareco. And that was Ducks with a song called Do Have B, parentheses, D-H-A-A-F-H, close parentheses. And we will explain some of that to you. Ducks is Brandon Moses. We remember that guy. He was formerly the frontman of Laughing Man who we featured on this podcast back in 2014. He has also played drums in Paper House and also did the vocals in a band called Joy Buttons that was really fun back in the day. So this was a kind of a surprise release um, that came out. This is from the debut EP by Ducks, which is simply called Songs. It is seven bucks on Bandcamp and includes a song that first appeared last year on the Blight Records compilation, Blight Makes Right 2. And we saw some quotes from Brandon online. It says, at one point, music was the only thing keeping me alive. Now I feel like it's the most painful thing in my life. And that is, it's a very, it's a very tough feel. I'm really sad to hear that. But anyway, D-H-A-A-F-H stands for doing heroin at a friend's house in the back of a pizza place. And in parentheses, it says, totally sober now, been that way for years. So that is an interesting, it's kind of a bleak song, but yet, you know, peppy and fun. We were remarking on... I hope it was good pizza. Yeah. I mean, most pizza's pretty good. It, w- it has a 90s feel to it. and You said Beck, then I said Foo Fighters. Yeah, and I think uh, you're probably more right than me. I think, uh, I think we nailed it. Paul, so we are now in Fodham. Okay. It's my mashup of fall and autumn. Right, when you can't decide which one to say, so say them both. That also means that we are in Spooktober. Oh, right. And... I want to share with you kind of a spooky email I got earlier this evening. It was from the manager person of my apartment complex. All right. And she wrote to everyone in the development, it was brought to management's attention by two different residents that when they came home from work, their unit doors were wide open. Oh, God. In both instances, the residents reported that nothing inside their unit was moved or missing. Okay. And I just thought that was spooky as hell. <laughs> what? That, oh, my God. I mean, maybe somebody went in there to, like, change the wiring or something, you know, of some maintenance thing and just didn't close the door right. But, wow. Yeah, that would seriously freak me out. Uh, so I, I think our spooky month is off to a great start. Anyway, let's keep the show going. Sound like a plan? Oh, yes. Next up on the podcast, we have Emperor Plum.
that beautiful nugget right there that was to be my shadow by emperor plum which to me sounds like professor plum got a promotion (laughs) quite a big promotion uh so that that's a track from their several hundred dozen ep which came out in july it's a name your own price download on their band camp they cite Beach House as an influence, and I think that definitely came through on this track. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title of the EP, Several Dozen Hundred, definitely had me scratching my head, because I think that would be somewhere at least around 3,600, because that would be several, meaning at least three, but no more than six? Something I, like that? Yeah. They describe themselves in their About section on Facebook with the the pair of words, ethereal ashtray Mm. and this is a from their Bandcamp bio and to me it sounds like a pokedex entry (laughs) okay large round oblong fruit dark red skin with numerous small yellow dots firm golden yellow flesh with clinging stone sweet with good flavor quite a vigorous tree with very large leaves blossoms before leaves are open good yields all right that sounds delicious so we're putting this podcast out on Thursday, October 3rd. You can catch them tonight at DC9 with Drew Beckman and the Boundary Boys. I always like including those, those show plugs on days when we're, we're putting out episodes because it's like, oh, yeah, just <laughs> run to the show tonight. <laughs> First thing you do in the morning, listen to Hometown Sounds. <laughs> Cancel all your plans and go to the shows we tell you to go to. Paul, you know the uh, the fast food chain? A&W? I know the root beer A&W. Right. Yeah. They're also a fast food establishment. Right. Do you, do you know what, what A&W stands for? <sighs> no. Ambergers and root beer. Jeez. <laughs> I should have known that. <laughs> I just love telling you jokes. All right. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of just a... A couple of like small items I have for you in this mm. week's podcast. So nuggets. So many nuggets. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's play another song. Next up is Peanut Butter. 
just a sucker for indie rock that doesn't quite resolve at mm. the close of a song mm, kind of leaves you hanging yeah yeah like that song that song, that's what i was talking about yeah that song was called asteroid negotiations by peanut butter this is the featured track that is available for pre-listen right now from don't stop the new album by peanut butter peanut butter were formerly known as peanut butter and dave david diaz is still in the band don't worry as is frontman Paul Begala, whose initials, of course, are PB. This record comes out on October 16th, digitally on Bandcamp and also on vinyl, which you can pre-order there, or you can head now to Crooked Beat or Psalm Records in this area to pick up the 12 inches, I believe, right now. Um, this album was recorded by Devin Ocampo of The Effects and so many other bands, and also features his partner Renata Ocampo of Warm Sun on drums, and Devin plays bass throughout as well. 
and we have one other very important nugget for you. I've been saying nugget a lot. I need to move on to a different word. I don't want this episode to be all about nuggets. The first year of online sales for the record will be donated to EG Justice, an organization dedicated to protecting the human rights of the people of Equatorial Guinea. That is very specific. And that sounds like a really wonderful charity to be helped out by the music. And I feel like a a real trash person following up on the heels of of that noble endeavor because I'm about to talk about (laughs) (laughs) 7-Eleven. Way to pivot. Yeah. Okay. So 7-Eleven has a special fraught place in my heart. When I was a dog walker, 7-Elevens were very much my oasis from the weather. Yep. And I would go in and get myself any amount of dumpster food, <laughs> uh, like a like an eclair, like a, like a refrigerated chocolate bar. Right. A double gulp Diet Coke that I would fill most of the way up with Diet Coke, but then top it off with Dr. Pepper just to give it a little zing. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> but in the last couple of days... I've noted some really choice new offerings at 7-Eleven, and I wanted to share them with you. Yeah, because I don't go there, so I need to be told about these things. <laughs> yeah, because you're a healthy boy. <laughs> uh, all right, so there's a new donut at 7-Eleven, and it is the Cinnamon Firebomb Cake Donut. All right. <laughs> I just thought that was quite the title. Yeah. Uh, I learned today that now you can get a pre-made Euro sandwich at 7-Eleven. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Another product offering, a Star Wars Space Punch, which is a caffeine-free sparkling vitamin drink with only 20 calories per can. Oh, all right. There you go. And finally, some 7-Elevens have DVDs for sale. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, it's like they looted the red box and put them up for sale in the 7-Eleven. Mm. But uh, the one that, that that got me today was a uh, Best of Monk compilation. Oh, God. Eight episodes from eight seasons. Wow. And it included the tagline, a precise and orderly set of eight. <laughs> oh, jeez. To kind of go along with the neuroses of, of Tony Shalhoub's character. And it also boasts an extended cut of Little Monk, which is a a short series which follows the adolescent adventures of a young Adrian Monk and his brother Ambrose as they solve mysteries at school. Oh, God. Uh, so you can you can get anything at Seven Eleven these days. Wow, it's quite a quite a smorgasbord. Do do I find weird things to talk about on this show? <laughs> Better than no one else. <laughs> Thanks. We're going to keep the show going uh, like a 7-Eleven. Oh, I yeah. don't know. That that doesn't make any sense at all. This is Birds for Eyes. Is this the point? No return. Or do we go further? To find a way out. Or will we both burn in the fire? Said I was blameless, and I admit I lose myself sometimes. 
See, you like a song that doesn't quite resolve, and I like a song that builds to a big climax like that one did. And I think it also did not resolve. mm, But like, man, there was so much buildup at the end there. Really love that song. That song was called 10 Years by Birds for Eyes. We last featured Birds for Eyes on the November 29th, 2018 episode of the podcast. And I know that usually Paul would would let me know about this, but I know this because I was going through Birds for Eyes Facebook profile and, and in the personal information section, it includes a link to our post. That's awesome. And uh, this is not the only inclusion in their personal information. It also includes the quote... The vocalist Case Graham sounds like a normal lady, like buying an iced coffee with just the right amount of drama. Hometown Sounds DC 2018, which is something I said. (laughs) You're the one who says all the pithy things. They posted this track to their SoundCloud in late June, but they just made a Bandcamp listing for it yesterday, which is obviously how we learned about it. And it is a name your own price download. So grab it, grab it, grab it. Mm -hmm. Get it while it's hot or cooler it's great either way uh i remember their full-length albums material is featuring more in the way of eclectic arrangements with a few more instruments but as this song shows they can still totally get the job done in an arresting manner as a three-piece which Mm -hmm. is who is credited on this song yeah beautiful stuff should we keep the podcast rolling i wish we would all right next up dmv cars
more anytime is for you. No more Netflix. Passwords change. Cable. You better get that stick. I heard it's fire. 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 What a delightful find. <laughs> we'll tell you all about it right now. That song was called Fuck You Mean. That is spelled F-U-K-U-M-E-E-N. Doesn't look like much when you just see it, but when you say it, you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. That is the leadoff track by the self-titled EP by DMV Cars, and that is spelled with a K, K-A-R-S. It is a $7 download on Bandcamp. DMV Cars is Carla Elliott, a.k.a. Josephine Jojo Wells, and Christina Budenhagen, whom we already know recently from the band Erotic Thrillers. Which gets my vote as DC Band Name of the Year in 2019. Oh, yeah. I'm totally down with that. Plus, it has like a meaning. It's not just like a fun word. It actually was like what they were getting together to watch. I love that. They met as members of the Justin Moyer-led band Edie Sedgwick, which when I read that, I was like, oh, yes, that's right. Because they were in music videos that I used to play back in the day by that band, Really fun stuff. And we were looking around at social media, and I found this post, which at the time was posted 43 minutes ago, so just tonight, by Carla Elliott, a.k.a. Josephine Jojo Wells. Straight off the the 7-Eleven rolling thing. Exactly. Uh, She writes, Yes, we all can put out our own stuff, be our own record label, etc., but it don't mean shit if you don't support. I mean, skip Starbucks and buy the music if you love it, even if it's on YouTube for free. Not begging, just speaking facts. Won't say do something I wouldn't. Artists would love to do what they love for a living too, without having to sell their soul. That is what we are all about on this podcast. And you can see DMV Cars coming up this Friday night October 4th at the We Fought the Big One DJ Night at the Mark's Cafe. And there's a special guest DJ, and it's me. And did you just find out all of this that you are this confluence of you and them together just now? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, Rick Taylor, the organizer, uh, sent me an email last week and said, Hey, you want to DJ this with us? And I love doing that night. It's so much fun. I just show up with my laptop and you know, obviously, I've researched a lot of cool DC tracks to play, and I have my full collection at my disposal. And if people come in and I want to, I'll play a song by them. You know, like if Mary Jo Matea walks in, I'd be like, I'm going to play a Mary Jo Matea song. If uh, Michael Kentoff from the Caribbean is there, I'm going to play a Caribbean song. I love that. It's so much fun to play people's songs while they're there without realizing that it's about to happen. So I think I just had a fun idea. Oh, boy. I, I really. I kind of want to make this happen. All right. But a night of you doing We Fought the Big One and doing an invite of just loads of DC music people. Well, yeah. So then we'd just be spinning everyone in the room's tracks. (laughs) I would love that, man. That would be so much fun. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of musicians that come to that night. You know, it's definitely the kind of night where you see you see like a group of friends that are there together to party and to hang out, have some drinks, listen to some cool tunes. So I love it. I love to be a part of it. I'm very honored that they asked me. It's my third time, I think doing a, we fought the big one and uh, I hope to get many more under my belt. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the hometown sounds podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you will tell all your cool friends about it. Like subscribe, leave a rating, 
Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Share it on the social medias because we are on them. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. Very easy. You really can't miss us. You can find us in all your podcast apps of choice as Hometown Sounds. You can ask your ladies or Samuel L. Jackson in a canister to play us and it will happen. Did you know that, by the way? Did you know that the Amazon Echo is getting Samuel L. Jackson as a voice? No. Yeah. I heard that with the Amazon conference the other day that it's going to be like a optional add-on, and uh, I'm I'm game for that. That sounds hilarious. Uh, we have an email address. It's DJ at hometownsoundsdc.com. Please drop us a line. Let us know about all your cool stuff. We have a website. It's hometownsoundsdc.com. We got music videos. We got podcasts. We got show recommendations. Who knows what else we got there? Might might be some premieres coming up soon. You might want to keep it tuned there. We're, we're getting some interesting uh, tips. And uh, we like to make things happen. But of course, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And see them play live. Uh, you know, before we move on to the final track, I want to provide a little bit of follow-up. On the last episode, you found my all my uh, personal details on the web, on the My Life website. And I got very disturbed about that. So I Googled and I found an article on Medium, which was how to get your information off of all of those sites. It starts with the My Life, and then there's like four or five other ones, like Radaris and Intellus, and I can't even Checkmate. remember. What, I don't think that was one of them, but there were a few, a few of them, and they had links to you know and how to do it. And most of them were very easy of just like click over here, here's the opt out form, tell them your info, click a button, and it's removed. The My Life, let me tell you what, they did not want to let me go. I had to email them back and forth. They you emailed them? Oh, you have to. That's the only way to get off of it. Now, is it all automated or no. do you get a response from a person? A, a person who wants to sell you on a package to to make an account for a, for a money to, to control your info. And you apparently, according to this article, you just have to keep asking. You just have to say, I repeat, remove me from your site. And then eventually they will remove you from the site. And that is what they did with me. How many emails? It was like three emails, three back and forth. It was, it was egregious. It was awful. But now it's taken care of. And uh, you know what? For all the listeners, I'm going to put a link to this article in the show notes. And uh, you should go and ch- check all this out if you're at all concerned about your privacy. And uh, there you go. I know that some of you are millennials and don't care about privacy, but I'm Gen X and I care about my privacy. Paul and I were talking about Dungeons and Dragons one time. <laughs> And uh, I was just asking Paul if he'd ever played, and he said he had, and he told me that he was a paladin. Oh, and yeah. it all tracks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Did you want to talk about your appearance on the, the episode of Chit Chat? Yes. I appeared on a podcast and radio show called Chip Chat, and one of the questions Keith Fisher of Bells and Hunters and co-host of the show asked me was... How do you come up with ideas for a picture for these <laughs> pictures, like every single episode? <laughs> and I would say that right now it's among the most consistent creative endeavor thing that I do. It's <laughs> it's just it is the most like ingenuity, I think, that I exhibit on a consistent basis. Yeah, because I, I'm always just kind of like I'm going to call myself a chef. <laughs> like a resourceful chef with these. Like I'm always just like thinking about what I have. So like the image that I came up with, like the photo that we're about to take after after we wrap up tonight is uh, I got these cans that I keep our pop filters in. <laughs> and I thought like, wouldn't it be funny if we taped some string to them and we did a whole like tin can 
you know, telephone kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it's uh, just always thinking about like, what kind of weird or silly thing can I do with the the off checks I have around? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've certainly uh, got that market cornered in the silly pictures. And uh, finally, so we were talking about your dad earlier, Paul, and how he listens to the show. Right. And uh, you said that he likens podcasts to like listening to an article. Right. And it just makes me think about what he thinks of my articles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Somehow thinks that our our podcast is a bit of an exception to many of the other podcasts out there in the world. That you know, it's just uh, two goofy guys listening to music and hanging out and uh, nerding out about it. Oh, thanks, Dick. Here's <laughs> to you and clean dishes. <laughs> right on. We have one last track for you on this episode of the podcast. This is Red Spells Red with a song called Secret Sounds. Red Spells Red is Dennis Kane, aka the Hunted Hare, who we have featured on the podcast and website before, and Colorado's Dave Sverchek, a.k.a. Asif Stripe. We got to premiere the video for this track about a week ago. We were super honored to get to do that. Dennis Kane was also in the band Soccer Team, and in 2010, he and Dave formed Red Spells Red to push the boundaries of sound with improvised ambient soundscapes. This track, the title track of their album, Secret Sounds, is available to purchase on the Versus Records Bandcamp for $6. It's going to be a nice, creepy way to ease you out of this episode of the podcast. We hope you like it. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. I think you should save this song for like your trick-or-treat playlist. Oh, yeah. To play when the kids come over and spook them out. That's right. We will see you all next time. <laughs> 